Welcome to the Breaking Bots Podcast. Please put on your safety goggles, tighten your seatbelt and enjoy the ride. Here are your hosts, Brian and Cam. Hello, greetings. It is me. I am a robot. I kind of like the Siri thing. So what's going on? <laughs> We've got a... This oh, well, is episode three of Breaking yes. Bots. Episode three. And uh, now that... You know, it's officially been confirmed for season four, and teams are starting to put together and ship the robots. It's uh, it's getting pretty exciting. Yeah. Now this this week we had a team that we actually got to see uh, before they were on the show. Yes. This was, um, and as you will hear, they uh, they owe it all to us. Yes, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, we our, our first time seeing live robot combat was the Orlando Maker Fair this past November that we did like three separate podcasts on and. Uh, one of the bots getting attention there, and a guy we talked to was uh, Ricky Willems, the yes. captain of the uh, Mammoth team. And they had their bot Mammoth there, which is, as the name would suggest, a very large bot, even bigger than huge. Yeah, they had to basically turn it sideways and twist it around to get it to even fit through the door. Like uh, next year at the Maker Fair, they're actually imposing a rule. It's the Mammoth rule that you have to fit through the door. But luckily, they will be grandfathered in, so if they want to compete again. Yeah, much to the chagrin of Lily, who put that thing together, because she did not seem too thrilled about uh, getting that thing in and out of the ring, because you had to like pivot it like you were uh, Ross and Chandler on the stairs on that episode of Friends that I'm probably dating myself saying. And um, and, and to help, they were like... They were scheduling his matches like back to back, so that way they would only have to take it in and out once and or once or twice instead of like three or four times. So, but you know, I mean, the question obviously when you see something like that, you're like, is it a gimmick bot? I I'd say no. I mean, it was. Uh, I don't know. It uh, it it. May, I want to say it made it to the finals, but his uh, as you'll hear, tragedy befell him. Not really tragedy, but you know, something broke, and so he was not able to really put on a. A great showing, and he made it to either the semifinals or the finals. I, I don't particularly remember, but yeah. One so or the other. we'll get into you know we'll, we'll talk with Ricky, uh, see what's going on as far as uh, getting this ready because I believe they were shipping today. So we'll talk to him about uh, what all went on into doing that, and then uh, afterwards we'll kind of wrap up and maybe uh, say what we think uh, mammoth might how mammoth might do going into this next season so stay tuned yeah so without further ado here's uh ricky willems and team mammoth folks and we are back and uh for episode number three and and this week we have somebody we've actually had on before and met in person yeah i i get to be the hipster this time and say when this gets to battle bots <laughs> i can say i liked mammoth before he was cool so let's welcome uh let's welcome the uh, team captain of mammoth we got to find out if there's another team name but uh ricky willems how are you doing today ricky I am doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you. And um, first of all, we want to say congratulations for getting on BattleBots. Yes, absolutely. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Can you tell us uh, from the time that they said you're on the show until, and we're actually recording the day you shipped, uh, what's the schedule been like? Like, How much uh, time did you have leading up, and what have you been doing since you got the green light? Oh, man. So... 
we had a lot of back and forth on are we going to be on the show or are we not going to be on the show? And BattleBots didn't know, Discovery Channel didn't know, they had no one could come to an agreement. Hmm. When it all finally boiled down, uh, I think it was about five weeks ago that we found out. It might have been six. Okay. Uh, but right, right in that range. Hmm. Um, but there was a long period there of we, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm sure that had to be not stressful at all. So, so you had five oh, weeks. No, of, no. Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, uh, I was sarcastically going to yeah. say, it was no stress at all. <laughs> but uh, we certainly spent as much mental energy without you know committing a lot of uh, funds to mm-hmm. the robot before we knew for sure, you know, make sure all our design was ready to go and ready to jump back in. Um, and we, we played around a lot with the first mammoth and did some cool videos and some testing and sent spam discovery channel. with like, look what this can do. Look what the next version is going to be able to do. Nice. Look at all these improvements we're going to make. Huh. And eventually we won them over, but, uh, it was, it was a long fight to get there. Yeah. I've got to imagine it's a hard thing to do when you're trying to show them what you're going to build and what it's capable of without actually you know, being able to build it, like spend the money to yeah. build it. Cause these things aren't cheap. And I don't know if, uh, people can tell from the name of your bot, but it's, it's pretty it's big. big. <laughs> yeah. It's not pretty big. Yeah. It's huge. Well, no, I won't say huge. I can't say huge. No, no, no. no. It's really, really big. Mammoth size. It's twice the size of huge. Yes. Yeah. Now, yeah. will it, have you talked to uh, discovery about, uh, being able to fit through the door this time? <laughs> yeah. So that was, so funny, this is the way this happened, by the way. I got a call as I'm driving back from um, the Orlando Maker Fair, and it was a few different people from other BattleBots teams in touch with me saying, hey, uh, the BattleBots people are calling us. They want to figure out how to talk to you hmm. so that nice. you know, they can get in contact and get you, get you signed up. And that was, uh, let's see, that was November. It was when the... Yeah. Um, uh, Maker Fair was, mm-hmm. and so coming off that, you know, I, I don't think it's super normal for them to reach out to people. Um, maybe it is. I'm, I, yeah, actually, I shouldn't say. But I was very excited, and then you know, the the weeks and the months went on of us not knowing if we were going to be in, and um, uh, that was probably the most. It was a roller coaster of emotion, right? I'm um, sure. Yeah, it's. Uh- and like we said, um, when we first met you and interviewed you, we were at the Orlando Maker Fair, and I believe that was uh, Mammoth's debut, was it not? It was, yeah. So we had some smaller, um, similar designed robots, but but never the the full sized heavyweight uh, before. Yeah, and I mean, it gained it got a good bit of attention there, um, and I guess you got some tape to send over to BattleBots of it actually, you know, in combat, and then. Mm-hmm. Um, being interviewed by a dorky podcast from Tampa, would you say that that helped you ninety percent of the way or ninety eight percent? Where would you say uh, that you know, was? The boost, the boost was real. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm uh, attributing uh, all of our financial expenses after that point to you guys. Oh, so, okay. oh wait, hold on. That kind of sounds like <laughs> you're going to send us a bill. Double edged sword. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. What you can get. No, you but guys, you guys are the sole reason we're on BattleBots, and that means I can send you the receipts. <laughs> no, we were hoping that, for that. Now, remember, Cam said this. No, but I mean, backstory. Yeah, we we interviewed Ricky at the Maker Fair. It was, 
Males was a hit there, and you know it, it had, ate a bot. Yeah, it ate a bot. It ate um, Foxic, I yeah. believe, which mm-hmm. is um, team the Predator team that's been on BattleBots before. Um, had a great match against Kraken, which I think Ricky had said at least to that point because we hadn't seen his last fight yet. But he had said that had been the highlight of his trip so far. I'm, I'm going to go out on him. Pretty much say dominated Kraken. That was a good fight. The, the ultimate moment for me was flipping. Uh, there's a robot called Yugo Nowhere and throwing that into the wall of the arena, you know, into the face of all these spectating children. That that just brought <laughs> so much joy to me. That's uh, the video where I've gotten a lot of people like screen cap my face out of the video and send it to me saying like, oh, I see why you do this. OK, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I watched that video last night. The first thing I said was. Well, you go somewhere, you go into the wall, and then you actually you do kind of turn and see Ricky, and he's quite thrilled with that. So, yeah, that <laughs> oh, was, yeah. who wouldn't be? So that was the moment I was really digging for, uh, really hoping to catch one crack his teeth and just throw him over the back of Mammoth. That yeah. was what I was really hoping for. But that would have been nice. We had gotten in. We got him ringed out, and then we were going up for that, you know, hook the tooth kill shot, and we realized our uh, our motor driving the weapon had um, had destroyed itself. So that was the end of that fight. <laughs> we went on to the next fight. And unfortunately, there, without a working weapon, we didn't have a uh, prayer of a chance. So. No, it was... But still, I mean, uh, even... Without a working weapon, Mammoth's a pretty big boy in there, and he can get, um, you know, you've got the low forks. You can get underneath and push, it seems like. That was the thing I was curious about, was I'm like, can he get push on some of these teams if the punting weapon isn't working? And it looked like you could. Yeah, I mean, I think the way the, uh, the center of gravity works and loading down those front forks and having them as long as they are uh, means that if, if we do manage to get under someone, we should be able to shove them around. Okay, so we're on to Mammoth 2.0. Any, yeah. uh, any uh, changes you'd care to divulge to maybe Ooh. some some happy fans that have seen it in person and uh, and are really curious because it it was it was such a spectacle when we get to see it in person. So the the first thing to reassure everyone is that Mammoth has not gotten any smaller. Okay, sweet. <laughs> All of the external dimensions are still the same. The weapon is still six feet, and um, we're still just a little under eleven feet from the you know the tip of the weapon to the tip of the tail. Ooh. So that's that's number one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. The big things that are going to excite people that I'm comfortable sharing is. We have substantially faster drive. So in Orlando, we were only able to drive like four or five miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should be able to get up around 10, 11 now. So right. more than twice as fast. That's an improvement. Keep, uh, awesome. We won't be the fastest robot, but we probably won't be the slowest either. And that's, that's what we're shooting for. Okay. Um, the weapon is way more powerful. Hmm. Um, so we've got about four times the power in the weapon. It's still a slow spinner. Uh, but we should be able to chuck uh, things a frightening distance. Distance, so I'm pretty excited about that. All right. Yeah, um, yeah I was going to ask because now with the mobility question, the thing was at the Maker Fair, and Lilith, if you're listening, you had a great setup. Uh, it was so big in that arena; it kind of looked like two people fighting in a phone booth. So, do you think yeah. with 
the um, with the larger BattleBots arena. Uh, that was one of the questions I, because um, seeing Stiletto in action, it's it's a very mobile bot. We didn't really get to see yeah. that for Mammoth because, like I said, it was almost like turning around and that thing was going to, you know, required an act of God. So um, are we going to see similar? I know it's obviously much bigger, but is there similar mobile capabilities in Mammoth than there was in the uh, – and Stiletto was, what, a 30-pound bot? Yes, Stiletto is okay. a 30-pound version of this robot. So, uh, we, so hopefully we'll see a little more mobility. Did you think that um, the larger arena, how does that, is that going to affect for better or for worse on your bot? It's definitely going to make it easier us, for us to get around. Uh, certainly part of our strategy needs to be staying central to the arena until we see our chance to, to cram someone into the corners. Mm-hmm. But uh, the biggest thing is that drive is just going to be so much faster and so much better traction, so much more power behind those wheels mm-hmm. that we should be able to whip around very quickly even in place cool uh, there's a few surprises i'll say that are going to come in the design um that should also make it able to to spin quite a bit better mm-hmm. uh, but uh and should also make for a little more of a spectacle we've also changed around where the weight distribution is so mammoth was a little uh we'll call it tail heavy okay. <laughs> so when you try and spin it in place um, uh, the point that it spins about was a little farther back than would be ideal for um, for it in the battle box. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've moved that weight forward, which helps it backflip a little easier, but also helps it spin about that front. So the tail whips around and smacks someone and hopefully stays out of the way while we pivot. That's cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, now, um, one other thing. The, the weapon here, this is a punter bot. Um, mm-hmm. So this is something I haven't normally seen. The um, the actual weapon does that it spins clockwise and counterclockwise. It does, yeah. Okay. So the main idea is to punt and throw someone. In a pinch, you can pinch them mm-hmm. or grab them or what have you or hammer them. Uh, but the main reason that it reverses is to allow it to flip back over if it's on its back. Okay, All right. that's the essentially the only reason this it's included as an option. All right, because I, I had noticed both rotation at the Maker Fair, so I was just kind of curious as to what. Because obviously, with um, you know, like drum spinners and things like that, you only see them go one direction. So I was just curious. Thanks. That was a good question. Now let's be real. You're getting into the Battle Box Arena or the Battle Bots Arena now. Uh, are you worried about any of the hazards? Mainly that uh, you know that just epic destruction tool they call the pulverizer. <laughs> oh man. So. Enough people have come to me seeing the damage that Blue did in uh, Florida, mm-hmm. saying that pulverizer is going to be the end of us. I, I can say that we've resolved. Sorry. We've resolved oh. issues worried about the pulverizer. Uh, my dream right now, and uh, BattleBots, I'm sorry if you can hear this right now, but I would love to rip a pulverizer out of the wall. <laughs> yeah. We should be able to deadlift about 3,000 pounds with uh-huh. a flipper. Okay. And for all I know, that's enough to rip it out of the floor. I don't know. I yeah, we, we'll just, so. uh, we'll, just well, I'd say we'll not put that part in, but that's funny. Yeah, I kind of yeah. want to see it try, even if it's a sorry, not sorry kind of thing. So if you get some unfortunate bot just spinning on one wheel, you're just going to run over to the pulverizer and try to rip it out? <laughs> yeah, excuse me, guys, while I uh, <laughs> take care of this vendetta I have. <laughs> Now, um, 
One other thing. Now, you, uh, you work at Stanley Black & Decker. Were they kind of, as far as sponsorship goes, were they sort of loosely on board? And then once you got the confirmation from BattleBots, they were able to come on? Or was there a little more to it than that? So it's, um, it's been a complicated situation. Stanley really loves uh, the supporting – they've got a makerspace uh, just a couple doors down from my office, and they love supporting people building cool things. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they found out about the robotics stuff, uh, they uh, were able to put some time and resources and money behind me teaching some robotics classes here and putting this team together, uh, and they helped – uh, they did most of the funding for the original Mammoth okay. um, down going to Orlando. Mm-hmm. For the second one, uh, BattleBots unfortunately rejected Stanley Black & Decker as a sponsor. Uh, so, I was going to say, that's an awfully big uh, corporate entity behind you if, you if you're able to secure Stanley. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, so thankfully they're still willing to support us um, yeah. and supply a lot of stuff. Uh, the details on how much of this um, they're actually going to be able to allocate funds for, mm-hmm. we we don't know yet. We're supposed to find out sometime in April. Okay. Uh, which is, uh, I mean, the the best case scenario is I'm I'm walking out of the the battle box with a, a giant nut and a giant fold, and I get a call from Stanley saying, "Yeah, here we paid for your whole robot." But, awesome. Uh, I'm not holding the breath on any one of those three things happening. Luckily, no. the bot's so big, there's plenty of room for sponsorships on it. It's true, although it is just a skeleton. You gotta you gotta pick and choose which bones you want to uh, put those logos on. Yeah, I guess. I mean, well, if you wanted to do a web address, you could even do all the HTTP You know, but <laughs> hey, I was gonna say maybe we could get a. Forty dollars and a tiny sticker, and see if we can put it somewhere like on the back tire or something like that. Ooh. You know, yeah. <laughs> Sadly, we don't have any stickers right now. Yeah. So, so <laughs> now, um, pretty lucky um, in securing uh, a few different sponsorships that have uh, that helped quite a bit. We're not quite there to having the robot fully funded, but uh, I think we're on our way, uh, and we'll hopefully hear Stanley pulls through, and uh, we'll. We'll get that um, sweet, sweet reimbursement check. Yeah, very nice. Now, we mentioned Blue. Um, I saw that they, and I think this has already been revealed, so we can say it. I, I believe they're going to have a bot in BattleBots also. You better also. hope it's been revealed. Yeah, uh, Shatter, <laughs> I believe, is their robot. Okay. At- Shatter is a uh, mean-looking uh, devil of a robot. Yeah, it looks cool. Now, I know you uh, you ran into him. At the Maker Fair, you guys fought, correct? So, hopefully, so hopefully you won't have to see them until it, it best case like tournament time. Hopefully, I am looking forward to fighting them. I, so, Hammerbots, I, I think, are going to put on the best show with Man because okay. all I have to do is hook their hammer when they swing downwards with my weapon, and they will go flying up into the air. Huh. Okay. That's, and I, see now, I think he's lobbying for that matchup <laughs> discovery. If you're listening, if, if, I would love that match. I so I gotta say, I'm sorry, Shatter, but there is another hammer bot that I uh, feel obligated to uh, publicize our our uh, frenemy relationship with. But uh, mm-hmm. Team Nelly, 
um, or rather uh, Nelly from Team Punch Ant. Okay. They are uh, on their way over, and uh, the internet has just been calling for us to fight them nonstop. So right. they're, top, they're top of the list by public demand. Okay. Uh, and I'll take any other Hammerbot takers as well. Yeah, well, hopefully BattleBots gives the fans a little bit of what they want here. So um, another question about um, the bot in specific. Are you going to have um, – is there separate driver and weapon control, or are you going to be operating all of those from one remote? There are, there are separate controls for the driver and the weapon. Okay. Um, I've tried running the smaller bots and doing both at the same time, and it's just – it's not really practical. Mm-hmm. I also really prefer the two thumbstick approach to driving, um, like tank tank drive rather than mixed controls. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it ends up being ha- uh, having Bryce or another team member uh, operate that weapon ends up being a lot better. Uh, they can they can pay attention just to where the tip of that weapon is. I can do my job of getting them lined up, and they can time it to to chuck the robot that we're fighting, you know, perfectly. Okay. I think I, I now, well one like, thing we didn't you mentioned team you, one thing we didn't ask you at the top though do you guys have a cool team name or are we just calling you team mammoth We are team mammoth uh we went back and forth uh we thought about getting some some cool uh prehistoric themed names uh but uh no we are we are team mammoth at least for this year Are you going to be wearing cavemen outfits Uh we are going to be or is it, are we not allowed to know that yet? <laughs> which are um, so? I mean, we do have some surprises in mind for uh, how we enter the arena. We'll say, uh, but as far as uniform goes, we uh, we have a team T-shirt with our new team logo on it. I don't know if you guys have seen online. We have an adorable uh, mammoth cartoon now on our shirt. It's really nice. cool. It is. I'm going to have to race Cam to buy it. And it's not black, so I like that part. It's just There's so many of the black t-shirts for sale in the BattleBot store, so any team that's coming out with something that's got some color in it, even if it's brown, I applaud. And yeah, they are really cool-looking shirts. Oh, man. I don't know how many messages saying, you know, can I get this in black, please? <laughs> you know, it doesn't go with my, my skin or my eyes or... And, don't get me wrong. I, I'm wearing a black shirt right now. Completely understand, but mm-hmm. got got to stand out a little bit sometimes. Yeah, that's Even his that biggest complaint about shirt. the t-shirt shop is that they're all black. And uh, when we interviewed uh, Battle Royale with Cheese, I checked out their shirts, and there was a blue one. So I was like, "Hey, I'm getting on that." But yeah. it, it, other than that, it was bright yellow, and he won't buy that one. So yeah, yeah, it's a bit much, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even even Will Bale said he's like I I had to do something different than black t-shirts and jeans. So, but yeah, the the mammoth t-shirts I would suggest ke- checking out. They are really cool. So, um, so now going into BattleBots, do you kind of think as a new team that it's something where the existing teams are going to have to adjust to you more, or is it more you having to adjust to them? I mean, because Mammoth kind of presents an un well a bot that's unique that they haven't really seen anything like before. So is this going to be an adjustment period more for them or for you getting in the arena with some of these known teams? Well, I'm certainly expecting to feel a big shock when I get there, both at the caliber of team and the, the quality of the robots and just the general experience. You know, this is something that I've been waiting a long time to be a part of. 
At the same time, I've fought other robots with Mammoth, and with the exception of the people that were down in uh, Maker Fair Orlando, mm-hmm. none of these folks have ever fought anything like Mammoth before. So um, I think I'm going in with the assumption that it's all going to be new and different for me, and I think we're going to take a lot of teams by surprise at just how hard it is to figure out how to fight something the size of Mammoth. Cool. And now you said you're shipping three of Mammoth to um, the BattleBots. So is that kind of to cut down on you know, rebuild time after a fight? Or is that, I mean, or is it basically just to have the parts available and, and all there? And if you don't want that out there, I can cut that out too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah my bad. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. That's, so Damn it. Uh, that's fine. Thank you for asking. Sorry, sorry. Uh, no worries. <laughs> So we do have a couple of fighting configurations for Mammoth, including some of the uh, interesting improvements we made. Mm -hmm. Those I'm going to keep a little under wraps. You'll have to wait and see or at least uh, look out for leaks on the Internet that I'm sure will be out there. But uh, the main reason is just to be able to come back fight after fight and know that we always have a robot ready to go, ready to put on a good show. Um, ready to fight at 100% capacity. And even if we lose the front half of one and the back half of the other or, you know, the drive motors on one and the weapon motor on another, we'll have enough to be able to throw the remaining good parts as we kind of whittle down our horde or our herd, I guess it would be. Her- yeah, herd of mammoths? Is that the... the sounds about right. Thing? Yeah. It sounds right. Yeah. yeah, I'll go with our herd. As we whittled down the herd, you know, hopefully the strong survive, and we've got one really, uh, really tough, tough robot left at the end. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even realize that, but yeah. it was p- kind of part of my notes, so I sort of mixed <laughs> it in there. Uh, are there any teams that are not going to be there that either had been there or teams that you know that you were hoping to see make it this time? Anybody you'd like Ooh. to have fought? Hmm. So, uh, I'll say first off that there is a really exciting number of robots coming to BattleBots this year. Okay. Um, it's a very large lineup, uh, and the BattleBots folks and producers did a great job at um, being able to accommodate as many teams as could reasonably make it and reasonably produce a, a robot in time. Uh, the only robot that I can say... Um, I thought would have been a really fun matchup that's not able to make it is uh, Sharkorpion. Okay. Uh, Nelly and Mammoth had this dream matchup of fighting Kraken and Sharkorpion, the um, icky fish monsters versus the, uh, yeah. the Pachyderms. Okay. And uh, not being able to throw a giant fish at Kenny Florian is probably <laughs> one of the biggest lost opportunities that I'm going to have. So uh, I hope I, he makes it back next year. I was going to say, uh, I think now, Ed would think the same thing. I uh, <laughs> I hope they make it back next year. Other than that, it's it's a great crowd, and you know I'm just excited to be there. Um, yeah. Uh, so if you're a instant success and a hit at BattleBots, does that mean that we're either not going to see you at Orlando Maker Fair next year, or you're going to demand like a booth next to the uh, Tesla Coil guys and the podcast? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, so what we might do is in when we're not fighting, try and get a nice booth outside 
and just have people bring in things for us to chuck across and see how far we can throw them. Oh, nice. Because awesome. we spent we spent a few hours of testing over the last uh, few weeks, just putting random things, putting oddball items in front of the weapon, and just seeing how far it would launch it. What's your favorite uh, thing Matt, that you've launched so far? Oh, uh, uh, we we launched a like four foot tall teddy bear. That was pretty fun. <laughs> nice. Uh, um, you know, the most entertaining thing was, you know those uh, those balls that they have in trendy office spaces for you to sit on and kind of bounce while you work? Yeah. Okay. Brought one of those in and tried launching that, and boy, that must have gone close to 50 feet. Wow. Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, I've got all kinds of uh, optimistic math showing the distance that we think we can get out of this, and... Um, uh, it's all it's all way overly optimistic. I think in reality, if we can get a good chuck and throw someone like, you know, seven eight feet up in the air, ten feet across the arena, that'll be a real good hit for us. Nice. I want to see some of this on YouTube at some point. Oh yeah, I think once um, well, I should say not once. Now that uh, things have shipped, we'll have a little more time to throw out teaser content and and that sort of thing. And heck yeah. Uh, we still want to keep some suspense for uh, not just the fans, but the other builders. Um, a lot of our plans are going to wrap there. Um, just think it's more fun that way. Cool. Now, you mentioned, so you shipped today. And, uh, I mean, the taping isn't until, uh, I guess, well, first okay. third of April, I think. It's like the 12th, I want to say it starts, or the 14th. So that's, that's when the uh, actual fight started, the 12th. Uh, taping, there's an optional day to be out there on the 8th to do your orientation and whatnot. Oh, and, okay. Uh, the teams are supposed to be out there on the 9th to do photos, go through safety checks, prepare your robots, set up your pits, that sort of thing. So uh, It's a two-week ordeal. Um, I'm going out on the 9th and coming back on the 23rd. Some of my team's going back out a little earlier. Some of them's coming out a little later. Um, but we're excited. So what happens for the next uh, two weeks or so until you get out there? Oh, I cross my fingers and hope that our robot arrives in one piece. But uh, Or I guess in three <laughs> pieces. Three yeah. robots arrive. Should be good. Um, no, uh, we've got a lot of, well, I've got a lot of paperwork and sponsor wrangling and all those nice team captain logistics things to do. Um, we've got some cool stickers and T-shirts and uniforms. All, all of that less technical, more uh, project manager stuff needs to be done. And uh, probably also a lot of, we'll call it research, could be kind, uh, a lot of robot uh, watching, a lot of BattleBots uh, um, yeah. reruns. Cool. All right. So you're not like maybe uh, playing around in CAD or something, trying to make maybe some slight adjustments that you're just going to, you know, you're planning for when you actually get them out of the crates and Ooh, not to you know, roll them into the good, ring. Uh, I guess a couple of cool things we could tell you about. We found out that in one of our uh, weapon configurations, we got a little bit of extra weight and we're trying to figure out what we can do with that. We realized that that would allow us to run uh, dually wheels. So, you know, wheels on each. Nice. So I'll probably do a little machining um, prep for that. Uh, not sure which robots that would be the right choice for, but man, do we want to see it on there? Yeah. All right. Awesome. Interesting. So yeah, I got 
don't have many more. Uh, I, have you been in Baltimore a long time? Are you from there? Let's see. I'm from Maryland. Okay. Um, I'm from the, the D.C. area, Silver Spring, Maryland. Okay. Uh, and I've been in Towson now, um, which is outside of Baltimore, uh, going on two years. Oh, okay. Um, so. Well, then I have one question. I think crab is overrated. Can you convince me otherwise? Uh, I, no, I'm in, I'm in your boat. Um, sorry, fellow Marylanders <laughs> will, uh, now I love going out in the morning or in the evening with a thing full of bait and some string and a net and just catching bushels of crab, bringing them back home. Then I'm the hero, you know, and then I leave and get a pizza. Okay. <laughs> <You know? Nice. laughs> I, I won't even eat them if they're free, but, um, they smell good at least, at least when they're fresh and, yeah. you know, covered in old bed. That, so really, let's let's be honest here. It's not crabs that Marylanders love. It's old bay. It's old bay, okay. And, and you can put that on anything. the best way to deliver old bay into a <laughs> And that's really what it was. That's so true. It is very true, yeah. <laughs> I, I try, I do kind of load up on, like, tilapia and, you know, I'll get, like, you hey, it's throw a some bit old much. bay on it? I'll throw old bay on tilapia, I mean, because I'm just not a crab per. I mean... I don't know. I just don't like sea bugs too much. But um, yeah, we got to figure. Uh, let's see here. If Cal Ripken Jr. Uh, was able to autograph your bot, would you let him? Oh, mm, Baltimore hero. Yeah, yeah. I feel so. I, I don't have anything against Cal Ripken Jr. And he is. I have seen him. Have seen him play. Yeah, I would let that happen. Absolutely. Would All you right. charge him the the sponsorship square? For the Ooh. you know the space on the box only only after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know, the signature is there, and then I either charge him a sponsorship fee or I charge him a cleaning fee. Ah, there you go. So now you're going to get to be on a cable network TV show. If there was any one other show on television, reality scripted, whatever that you could be on, what would it be? Oh man. Uh... So, years ago, uh, I was accepted to be on the, uh, the TV show Junkyard Wars. I don't okay. know if you guys Oh, know. yeah. Yeah. I um, love that show. And I, I would have been the my, – it was my brothers and I were going to be on the show, and we would have been the first um, under – we were almost all been like 12 at the time. So we would have been the first like kids team. Uh, and I talked nice. to producers and all that and um, – uh, unfortunately, we needed an adult. We needed one adult member mm-hmm. to like come with us, and we could not find an adult member who would do that, uh, who was like reasonably talented. Um, so I would love to go back and, and make that happen. Uh, failing that, I mean, MythBusters is, is always amazing. Yeah, um, that's got to be up there. Yeah, I'm, yeah, bu- those, I'm bummed they brought that show back with kids. My personal answer: Game of Thrones. <laughs> I could just be an extra in the background. That's fine. Oh, well, I'd, you wouldn't want <laughs> you know you wouldn't want to be one of the guys. You're into, but there's that's an interesting choice. <laughs> yeah, I just want to be in the background. That's all. I mean, I'm. What about we, a Marvel movie? Or I guess that's not a TV. That's show, not TV. But. The Bachelor, also. I mean, bunch of women like just. That's a good thing your wife doesn't listen to this. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> I mean. I would love to uh, star in a, I know there's a reboot already, but a, a second reboot of MacGyver would be fantastic. Yeah, that's, it's actually a watchable show. I don't know if you've watched yeah. that. It's, it's not bad. It's, it's just less of, you know, MacGyver and more of like Team MacGyver. Yeah, it's which, not. 
Richard Dean Anderson, who was awesome. I think that's yeah, yeah, essentially. Okay. Um, uh, so let's see here. I've got. Do you have? Do you play video games at all, or do you I have do. a favorite? Oh, my favorite video game is like an obscure Nintendo Entertainment System video game called Gun Mac. Hmm. Uh, it's like it a top-down shooter. Yeah, it's it's a fun one, um, but no one is going to be able to relate to it. So I, uh, I apologize for alienating your audience. No, no, no. <laughs> I can't say but, that I've yeah. I've heard of that, but uh, we're both very big video game. Well, I can't say very big video gamers. We're very big video gamers, and now that we're adults, life has gotten in the way. Yeah. So, um, so where can we check out Mammoth? By the way, like Facebook page, uh, website. Instagram, Twitter, right. MySpace. So the Mammoth Facebook page. The, uh, we we have taken down our MySpace. We got a no. Uh, no. We did not. <laughs> uh, our Facebook page. Facebook page is the best place to follow us. Okay. Uh, we do have an Instagram um, and Twitter set up. I don't think there's a lot of content there that's not just a push from the Facebook yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, we will. We are working on that. I assume that once we get to competition, you know, we'll have a lot of content that uh, uh, we can slowly dole out over the gap between filming and uh, the premiere. Okay. Uh, we have been putting up a lot of build pictures on our Facebook, so uh-huh. I think that's pretty cool. And the test videos and that sort of stuff will be coming soon as well. Yeah, I'm, I already follow on oh, Facebook. I, and that's it's my next stop. Really good. That's how I knew that they were uh, you know, accepted on BattleBot, so I could come crawling back and be like hey remember us so um hopefully when you make it big time you won't be too big time you can come back and talk to us after the filming's over though hey we uh we would love to i'll try and get the rest of the team in here all right yeah i think uh, the stamina for the team to stay late again after work and continue working on robot stuff after the crate already shipped into the distance was a little low today oh they but, uh, yeah they we're gonna go out booked it out of there so I guess we won't keep you. We'll let you relax because I know this has been a long day for you. So, again, congratulations. Uh, check out, again, Mammoth's Facebook page, and we'll watch for you when the uh, filming is done. Yeah, any sponsors you need to plug? or uh, I would, or would love like an to opportunity to, uh, to plug some sponsors. Yeah, so, yeah go for uh, it. We are, uh, we've got uh, a reasonable number now. So we're being sponsored uh, by Newark Electronics. Um, we're very lucky to have them as a sponsor. They're, uh, one of our, uh, one of our top sponsors, uh, hopefully Stanley Black and Decker keep our fingers crossed, but I'll, yeah. I'll give them one on credit. Uh, we are sponsored by hobby wing. Um, they make, uh, speed controllers and, uh, brushless motors and that sort of thing. Um, great products. I use them all in my, my small robots. And we've heard about them with the power racing series too. I've heard their name mentioned as a good source. Yeah. They they make some um, high power stuff that is not easy to break. So nice. Uh, I use their their brush motor controllers in the the smaller weight classes for the twelve and thirty pound robots. And it it's never failed me. So really you can push cool. it way beyond its limits. Uh, Sticker Mule is uh, donating stickers to the team, which is uh, fantastic. Yeah. And we also thank Harbor Designs. Uh, they are a uh, contract engineering company in the Baltimore area that, uh, frankly, just thought the project was awesome and it was worth supporting. Rock on! I just, I just can't wait for people to see this. Yeah, like, they just, they think they have an idea, but they have no idea. It's so awesome! It was so awesome to see in person. <laughs> I, I just, 
I cannot wait to chuck huge into the wall. <laughs> one of us is going to go flying. I'm hoping both of us go flying. But the the giant like squishy ball chair thing was the best analog we had to a giant piece of floppy plastic, and that went flying. So fingers crossed, huge goes flying too. I don't know how they feel amazed. about you just calling it a floppy piece of plastic, but, but yeah. <laughs> well, it's. I think they'll wear that with like a you know a badge of pride. Yeah, they had they had no buttons oh, no, on their wheels. They were awesome they when we talked to them. You have a giant floppy piece of plastic as a robot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever gets it done. So, but again, thanks yeah. a lot for. Uh, we won't keep you. I know you need to probably go home and yeah, sleep for about two sleep. days. But uh, yeah, yeah. thanks again, and uh, we'll check out your Facebook page. And yeah, check out the shirts too. They're really awesome. So. All right. How thanks. can people right, find that Facebook page real quick, by the way? I think just type in <laughs> Mammoth BattleBots, correct? Yeah, Mammoth BattleBots should be the first thing that pops up. All right, awesome. Thanks again. Right. Uh, can't wait to see it. Me neither. Right. Take care. Ricky Williams, everybody. Thanks. back how was that that was pretty good we got to learn yeah. about um got to learn about yeah before the battle bots because we've never really we've always talked to these teams after they filmed and after the season and now we're getting a, yeah we, we talked to them after they fight but before they can say anything so and we got to learn about the time ricky got crabs which was nice <laughs> You know, I'd kind of forgotten about that because <laughs> spoiler alert: we recorded that yesterday. Yeah, but uh, that's pretty yeah, good. I, I did think it was kind of funny when you almost slipped and said something you weren't supposed to, Oops. or something that you maybe weren't supposed to. But it was fine. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I yeah, try, and I I followed them on Facebook today. We don't get a ton of insider info. I mean, we get a smidge here and there, but not really enough to, I don't know. I will semi-take it as a badge of honor if somebody from Discovery hears that and they get a they get a little letter in the mail saying, hey, no, well, you shouldn't have done that. What I'm talking about is, like, I, I remember one time we had, um, oh, there was a couple of teams that did this, but I think it was um, Red Devil with Ravi, and he was like, Oop, should I say this? Oop. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I can't say it. And we were like, oh, okay, but yeah, they would start to, and then uh, there's a there's a couple of times where maybe there somebody would hint at something coming up, but they would never ever say what it was. And but then it was just like, oh, I, now I got to make sure I watch. Yeah, I mean, so luckily now they haven't filmed, so we can still kind of talk about anything. Oh yeah. That, I guess that gets we, a little harder in a in a couple of weeks. So yeah, once it's like post April and we start talking to teams, it's going to be kind of like uh, yeah, tell us about it without telling us about it, so to speak. Yeah, but, I mean it is, and it is kind of cool that to see uh, like you know, so Mammoth has shipped their uh, their bots out. Should be getting out there in a couple of weeks. Huge on I saw on Facebook they've shipped their robots uh, now. This is where, you know, maybe living in California or being based out of in California in the LA area definitely has its advantage. Are you talking about uh Jen with uh Scorpios? Oh yeah, they're still building stuff. Yeah, Jen's still working. So I guess they get a little more time when you're in I think she's what in the Bay Area in Oakland. Yeah. So I mean, 
not right around the corner, but still much closer than Baltimore. So she's well, it's still close enough to where you can like rent a U-Haul or something and drive it down like the day before. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, she's they they're still working. Uh, it looked like last I saw Rotator was still kind of doing some last minute stuff, and it wasn't like having oh, some problems with their moving, blades. Though. Yeah, they it it didn't look like a great problem to have either. So. Um, Might be one of those things where uh, they're they're making those last minute adjustments after they've already shipped their bots out, and they have to bring some parts with them to finish buttoning stuff up. Yeah. Now um, let's now that uh, Ricky has uh, hung up with us, now we can talk shit about. Now I'm kidding about that, but uh, honest assessment. <laughs> oh no, I though, would not talk shit because we've seen it in person. And it can legitimately fling some 200 and I think this weight class was 225 pounds. Uh, they've got so they've got 25 pounds to play with. And even at 225, that thing could fling, you know, fling something across the arena. So yeah. and, and Ricky's a cool guy. I thank him again. for Oh, coming he was on. awesome. Uh, but honest assessment, though, I just want to kind of, you know, we'll talk about what you kind of would think about uh, Mammoth's chances going into BattleBots is, like an honest assessment of how we kind of think he's going to do, of course, without knowing any matchups or anything like that. I would say I definitely think that it um, it poses matchup problems for some teams, absolutely. I say it pretty much, you know, because you figure, so you, you most likely get all these that, you know, they... They're strong against horizontal spinners, but, you know, they might be uh, weak to a flipper bot or, you know, Mm -hmm. something like that. I definitely think their weakness is going to be the horizontal spinner just because they do have a pretty, you know, open vertical frame. And so that I think that would pose a problem for But anybody else, though, I think they would have a pretty favorable matchup. I mean, how the hell does Bronco flip it? Yeah, that's true. Might flip it up, you know, and hit the ceiling <laughs> yeah i mean i could see it maybe it's like so tall already i could see maybe having a pop a wheelie or something but um and it was it was kind of interesting i mean you know neither, neither you nor you way more than me are like mechanically inclined but not to these guys levels yeah. but him explaining uh you know kind of transferring some of the weight more forward i actually watching like youtube videos of mammoth and remembering because it's cool because i'm like i was there like probably two feet away from this camera yeah but it made more sense when he was talking about how it was kind of the weight was more focused on the back and how they moved some of it forward because I definitely saw that watching some of the fights on YouTube. Yeah, because having the weight at the back would make it easier to flip the front of it up. Now, like you said, though, how I don't think it would ever be. I don't think it would be easily flipped over for sure. No, um, and the so. other thing I also see like some of the, I guess you could say smaller bots. Like, um, like Captain Shredderator and Duck and guys like that. Like, what the hell are they going to do to this bot? I mean, you could also ask the question, what the hell is Mammoth going to do? Those little things. But, um, you know, it's interesting to try and figure out, like, what some of these smaller bots would really do to it. And I just don't know. I mean, that's obviously that's a question that will be answered. But I think that's one of those where I say advantage Mammoth as far as the matchup problems are concerned. Yeah, it's definitely going to be different. Uh, you're going to get those matchups to where, like Huge last year, it was something completely different. Um, you know, nobody knew really how to fight them. And they became really just, uh, you know, they split in half. But the second time they split in half, it was just because that same part kind of 
failed again because yeah. they had to try to patch it together, but <clears throat> they held it together with duct tape and chewing gum. I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, I just not quite, but they came so close to dethroning what would have who would eventually become the champ that I think uh going forward, I mean they're gonna have a pretty good shot. But Mammoth is in that same boat where they're gonna show up and everybody's just gonna be like, Holy crap. Yeah, what are we gonna do against this thing? Yeah. So I'm um, now teams they might have trouble against, obviously the horizontal spinner, I think. Yeah. A lot of teams that don't have that like front plow or, you know, like built to like built to take damage like a duck or something right. like that are gonna have problems against those. So I could see that being a problem. He says, Ricky says that um, he thinks they'll do well against the hammer bots. I also kind of worry about that a little bit. Well, you do Just, and you don't. It's... I could see it like, you know, taking a good shot from like Team Blue's bot or something like that. And maybe that. What is it? Shatter? Yeah, I think that's correct. And uh-huh. um, that posing, you know, kind of knocking things out of whack and creating problems instantly. I could see something like that. So, I mean, I'm just kind of being uh, cautiously optimistic. Um, realistic, if it's if they're still doing the four matches, realistic record for Mammoth in their first season here. I th- I think it's kind of going to... Because I think it's they're kind of going to be a novelty. So, I mean, I know you, you want to think that they don't kind of influence the matches on who fights who, but... I'm going to say it kind of follows the path of like a huge last year to where they get three, you know, equal to favorable matchups. And then if, once they go three and oh, they put them into the, the ring against, you know, that dreaded horizontal spinner. Yeah. And maybe not fair as well. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say two and two, three and one. And, you know, I'm going to say bubble team for the, for the tournament. Yeah, um, I kind of think the same thing. You know, you're probably not... They're probably not starting them off against Minotaur and Tombstone. No. Uh, they'll probably be fair about that a little bit. Maybe give them a couple of matches against some, you know, good but not great teams. And like I said, I do think... I think there's going to be some matchup problems. And I do think with the bigger ring and, like he said, improving the uh, speed on Mammoth... I think that's going to be good for him cutting off the the arena to certain yeah. teams and kind of keeping them pinned in a corner and not really, if Ricky can drive this thing well. I mean, we haven't seen him really drive. Yeah, because, I mean, that in the Maker Fair space, that arena was definitely smaller than what you're going to see on, you know, in the BattleBots arena. So oh, yeah. I'm I'm excited for him to see what he could do with all that extra space. So, I mean, I... Kind of boring to agree, but I would say two and two is a realistic outcome. Three and one, I could absolutely see happening. Again, if, um, you know, sometimes you win fights that maybe you're not favored in, but, you know, you could take some of these teams down. So, yeah, I could see them, you know, I can see them beating some teams that we probably don't think they could. Uh, I could also see, like I said, I mean, it'd be weird, like a duck versus mammoth matchup. It's like, do yeah. they even hit each other? I, I don't know <laughs> if they would put them in the ring together simply because it's not aesthetically pleasing, but I do think we'll get a huge V mammoth fight. Yeah. I think that would be, and it's, it would be kind of funny to see because huge is usually towering over its opponent and then just to see those two get in the rings together. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, we talked about... Oh. God damn it, dog. <laughs> Battle dog found my cat. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, cat. <laughs> Are we just recording that? Yeah, why not? Yeah. She didn't go anywhere. I know. <laughs> She's just trying to say hello. Exactly. She just wants to chase the cats. <laughs> Sorry, what, I didn't bring did my you dog ever come up with, did you ever come up with a, a bot name for her? No, I'm gonna have to do that. So I we had ro- we have Robo Chomper already. Oh, she I know. will take your finger off if you uh try to feed her. Yeah, I think my wife forgot about that the other day, but uh, <laughs> she she got away unscathed. Now we were talking. I guess we could lastly say we were talking about you know kind of doing the walkout intro with Ricky yeah. about what they should do. You kind of had some ideas, right? Um, well, I just had some ideas for the costumes. Yeah, like, kind of like the Captain Caveman Flintstones vibe. Yeah. All right, so I would say come in with it covered, like just completely covered, so nobody can see what it is. Don't show it before the match, and when they get to the arena, like, whip the cape off like it's some circus freak, and be uh. like, behold, the mammoth. That may be kind of cool. It's it's an idea. It's not the greatest idea, but it's yeah, an but idea. It's all right. Because, so. I mean, it, it, the thing is gigantic, so I know just, you're wheeling it to the ring. I mean, of course, the you know, obviously the other builders are going to know what's coming because they've seen it back in the pits and stuff, but... But yeah, the crowd may not. I mean, maybe they even do, and they just record it and say, act surprised. But yeah, it was kind of an. It was again, it was another idea that we didn't say during. So yeah, they just film the airplane and go, "Oh my god, oh my god." <laughs> but yeah, I'll be. You know, there's not really a. There hasn't really been a punter the last couple seasons, so no. that's kind of a different aspect that I am looking forward to. And by the way. Their t-shirts are pretty sweet. Aren't they? Yeah. I know. They're a little more cartoony than we're used to. Everybody's kind of seem like they're designed by whoever did like Motley Cruz t-shirts back in the <laughs> 80s. Usually, like, they're always really, really metal. So, and and I mean, again, it's, it's like um, Hal said. There's so many teams with these, like, trying to be badass sounding names, like Doom Slayer and, you know, Tombstone and all that. And then you got, like, Duck which yeah. kind of throws people for a loop, and they're like, all right, this is kind of cool. So I'm just waiting for Fuzzy Unicorn. Yeah, that would be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll... Mammoth... Sprinkles McGillicuddy. Mammoth, you can go either way. I mean, Mammoth and, like, Mastodon is a very metal-type name. But... Oh, see, that's... You, sh- you should have suggested that. What's Ditch that? Mammoth, go with Mastodon. Oh, yeah, you could actually... Grrr. If you've... Um, Google some Mastodon music sometime if you want to. It's oh, very... God. It's like speed metal with <laughs> Cookie Monster singing. You know that... <laughs> sort of so, um, but yeah. Um, anyway, if you haven't already, which, which you said you have, you know, check out... Yeah, check out... Mammoth's uh, Facebook. Yeah, it's just Mammoth BattleBot, I believe. Yeah, really easy to and, find. And uh, yeah, just go follow them. They put a bunch of stuff up on, uh, you know their progress of packing it up and shipping it out so kind of see uh and building it in the first place yeah very good behind the scenes look if you're looking for that sort of thing and although i'm sure they'll have to kind of quiet it down once they start battling but i'm sure we'll still get to see some behind the scenes stuff of them building yeah so all right folks well uh that'll do it for this episode of breaking bots uh again be on the lookout It, it is coming i'll we i will get to it eventually it will have its own channel, so yes. And then I'll start uh, probably posting a little more on uh, like Reddit and stuff, and just kind of 
poking some questions around, seeing what people want to know, things like that. So yeah, this might be the time to do it on the the couple of weeks before uh, you know once they've got them shipped. So it might be time to bug them a little bit. Yeah, see who we can find next. But <laughs> thanks again, everybody. All right, folks, have a good one. Good night.